0: Listen now and subscribe to this podcast for Bushrod Music Radio. Learn about the artist behind the music and the music contributors now streaming on Bushrod Music Radio. Are you an independent artist? Turn your World Wide Web Music Radio dial to Bushrod Music Radio and let Bushrod Music Radio be your future-facing music source. Hello, valued listener. Bushrod Music Radio has brought you endless hours of free internet radio since 2016. Help keep your favorite internet music source free by making a donation. $5 to $100. It doesn't matter. Every little bit helps. Make a $50 donation and get one of Bushrod's trademark sun visors with the station's name embroidered on the visor hit the donate button at linktr.ee backslash Bushrod Music today. Finally, thank you for your donation, listening over the years, and helping to keep us on the air for years to come.
1: Nobody does it better than Bushrod Music Radio.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, players and playettes, welcome, welcome, welcome. We bring you another episode of Artist Interviews hosted by Bushrod Music Radio. This episode will highlight Jenny Mathias, singer, songwriter, and former lead singer of 80s girl band, The Bell Stars, and more recently now an author, teacher, and project tutor. Coming to the mic, Miss Jenny Mathias. Upon becoming somewhat familiar with your music, it's so awesome to finally get a chance to speak with you. Uh, Tell our listening audience, who is Jenny Mathias? Hi, um, my
1: name's Jenny. And Je- my name is actually Jenny Mathias, but everyone calls me Jenny Bellstar because I used to be in a band called Bellstars, which was an 80s all-girl band. And we had quite a few hits, traveled the world, played with the Clash, played with the, played with the police, played with Madness and all kinds of stuff. We were on stiff records. And, um, and that was a long time ago. Huh. But I'm still, getting, I'm still getting royalties from that. It was, it was the great days in the 80s. And that's who I am. I also, I'm also like a singer. Uh, I'm well, obviously a singer, but I'm um, songwriter, poet, author, public speaker, and I do a lot for charity in my local area.
0: The Bushrod Music Radio family of featured artists and its uh, music-enthusiastic listening audience often are uh, aspiring to be successful, like you have obviously been. And because you have such a storied uh, musical background. Tell our listening audience, how did you get your start uh, singing and performing?
1: That was like an accident. And the accident there was, I was hanging out with this kind of girl that I hardly knew actually. And, she, she, and she'd she been asked to do this vocal. and And I didn't even know she could sing. And... Oh, hold on a minute, it just says continue. Okay, um, yeah, and then, and then, so she wanted me to go down there, so I went down to this studio. i would never been to a studio in my life before. Um, I, so I was watching everybody singing, and the, the funny thing was the track that they were singing at the time was Ico, Ico, right? Now, that's one of our biggest tra- tracks, right? But um, I was the one that brought it into the band, but here's the story. So, And it's like a fairy story, so I'll try and be concise with it. So I'm in there, whilst I'm watching, whilst I'm watching everybody go in, going in and out singing and everything else, um, the producer was talking to me. And he said to me, I really like your, your speaking voice. You know, do you fancy going in? I said, oh, no, I can't sing. And he's like, okay. he says, I think you probably can. So he said, give it a try anyway. I went and gave it a try. So I did the backing vocals and everything. And I came out, I said, I told you I couldn't sing. He says, oh, he said, actually, no, he says, you can. He said, Would you, could, you, could you do the lead vocals for me? And I was like, Damn! And I felt really embarrassed because I'd gone down there, reluctantly, to help this kind of friend, and, and who, I think she was a bit jealous, actually, and, she, and I ended up doing the track. Anyway, here's the, here's the fairy story part. So I come home, and the boyfriend at that time, um, you know, I chucked him the, um, the, the cassette, and I, and I said, look, guess what I've been up to today? And then he's like, "I didn't know you could sing." I was like, "Nor did I." <laughs> right? And he played it anyway. The following day, literally, he get a phone. He gets a phone call from his ex girlfriend. And his ex girlfriend used to be in a band called the Body Snatchers, which was like a two tone all girl band. And they had um, lost their singer. I think they got rid of her, or she left, or something like that. And then so so and so the next thing you know, um, my, my my boyfriend at the time says. You know, she says, we're we looking for a singer. And, and he says, she's sitting right next to me. She's perfect for you. And I'm like, what are you talking about? You know, I, was, I don't want to be in a singing band. And he's like, he's like, go for it. So I went for, the, I went for the audition. I was very shy in those days. I mean, and, and the only song I knew was Ico. So we kept it in the repertoire. And funny enough, Ico has been our, our kind of most successful track as the Bell Stars because it's been on like, it's been on the Rain Man, it's been on all kinds of movies, Hangover, it's been on loads of stuff, adverts, and we've just done a deal with Samsung. You know, Samsung Galaxy thing, so we've like, so throughout the whole of the COVID, you know, they've been paying us on like result.
0: Speaking of that track, Ico Ico, that was so successful that you uh, talked a bit about. Here's a version of it that we found in one of the USA streaming stores. Let's listen in with our listening audience for just a little bit.
2: finna I' not name check him out finna name
1: Name is jenny Bellstar matthias and you okay. are listening to bushrod radio
0: jenny on behalf of our listening audience i really want to thank you so much for being here uh just looking at the uh the the movies that that track, Aiko Aiko, has been a part of, uh, The Hangover, Rain Man, uh, that is so, so awesome. Uh, as we're moving right along and jumping right back into it, uh, could you describe your recording process? Uh, tell us a little bit about a, a typical day or days in the studio.
1: Well, well, it's, it's, the, it's not just the day, it's the days before that. Because um, even today, um, I'm, on, I'm on the patio, it's a lovely day, so I'm thinking, right, I don't want really to just sit there in line watching the sun. What I do is on my, on my mobile, I've got this fantastic recorder on my mobile. It's actually really good. And um, I, I sing the ideas down. So let's say now um, I'm working with, um, what was i working on today? Uh, a cu- with three different artists. Three different artists, and they're all different. You know, one is one is drum and bass, kind of like bluesy kind of stuff, and the other one is like spiritual, and the other one, the other one is just um, scar. It's a scar kind of vibe, which I'm really good at anyway, because I, I, I'm known for doing that kind of stuff. So um or they tell me I'm good at so sorry I shouldn't kind of be doing saying that kind of stuff sounds a bit arrogant, but they they like my stuff, and all the artists that have asked me to work with them they like my work you know so um so i and they're that because they were that enthusiastic I want to when they give me something put the the you know the best of you know what Jen, what can come out of Jen so I work on these tracks every single day i mean what happens is I go to the gym at five in the morning. And so at four o'clock, I'm writing them songs. It's the first thing I do, I press the button and that's the backdrop of my morning. Because when you're like, you know, you're there, you're washing your teeth, you're having a shower, all this kind of business, you're not really thinking properly and you're still in that kind of sleeping mode. And that is the best time for you to get the ideas. They just come out just like that, you know what I mean? So, 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 so that's me being my, I'm doing pre-production constantly up until the day. And so when the day comes, the, which is the question you asked me, the day um, is it's already sorted. I've already got the lyrics. I've got the lyrics for me. I've got the lyrics for um, the, the producer, uh, the, the, um, the, the programmer. I'm the producer, the, the programmer. And, um, and I've got, you know, if my intent is to do six tracks, um, then, then I will go with. Then, then I'll do it in a certain time frame. I sometimes I go to On You Sound. Well, I was going to On You Sound before this thing happened, and I was in On You Sound all the time, which is in Ramsgate, but Ramsgate quite a way away. And um, so I then I either go to Hackney, which is like Adrian Sherwood's, um, one of his pr- um, programmers. Uh, who, who I know. I like to work with people that I know. And then I've just done a new one with an, with an old friend of mine, which is in Westbourne Grove, which is a bit nearer. And I'm saying it's up the road from me. And I, I go there quite a lot at the moment. So um, it's just easy. I go, the, I go there for their programming skills because I'm not a programmer. But, the, but, but they like me to go in because I'm a, I'm a professional artist, you know? And not not all the studios of that ilk have professional artists in there I've been doing it for I've been doing it 40 years you know so um I know my stuff and when I go in I you know I go in it's like a cut and dry job and in between that we take a half an hour for lunch I always buy them lunch you know so they kind of like spoil them a bit so as they can do my they can do my things nicely for me I've already done the pre-production I've done none. um I never go unprepared in the studio because like that's a waste of my money you know and it's a waste of time and it's it just gets a bit, uh, you know. So um, I'm 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 known for um, being highly professional in terms of like having it all sorted. I mean, I've got the harmonies done. I've got everything nice, you know. And then when I'm in the studio, if I want to add some more bits of color because I've just got a vibe going, and I'm like, hey, try this or boom, try that, you know. Um, because because it, it, when I'm hearing it back now and the large speakers and everything else and it's in a different vibe from my kitchen, let's say or my living room um, you know, obviously I'm going to come up with something else but the, the foundation of like the whole main melody the, the whole concept of the track I never really usually write in the studio because I can write at home you know, and I like writing at home I love it but what, I mean, you know the order of the day will be, you know just like, um, um I'll say to Kev right Kev this is what I'd like to do. I'd like to do five, six tracks, you know, and um, let's get busy with it. But I'm really fast in the studio. It's easy for me to do six tracks in the studio in five hours, it's easy, because I've already done my homework, you know? So I mentor young people on this, you know, on on, on, on how to, on how to um, you know, get, get people wanting you to come back again. You know, if they see that you've done your homework, you know, and I am always like this particular like practice makes perfect. Well, you know, sometimes I know the tracks better than the musicians that have sent it to me because I've listened to it more than they have. I've listened to it more than they have because I'm I'm working with their beats. You know what I mean? And I'm like rewinding, listen, to it, put it there, what nice little spoken word bit there? Do you know what I mean? Harmony there, enhance this bit there, which is usually a three-part harmony. I mean, you know, I'm an original original artist, you know, so and each and and I don't have one genre of music either, because um, cause I'm not really like that as a person. I like all kinds of music. I like anything from grunge, house, garage, eh, eh, what do you call it, like, um, you know, flipping blues, you know, I, I put all of that in because all of those things are my influences.
0: You're listening to artist interviews hosted by Bushrod Music Radio. We're chatting with Jenny Mathias. I'm your host, Bushrod. Jenny, tell us about your upcoming album release. I believe it's Peeping Tom.
1: Peeping Tom is a ska, kind of ska reggae album. And um, I did it with a guy called Skip McDonald. Now what happened was I was hanging out with Skip and Skip's like, you're still here, Ginny. And I'm like, yeah, he's like, he's like, what kind of music do you like? So I said, he says, you like Scar? <clears throat> and I was like, yeah, I kind of like Scar. So in the house, that it, there was somebody living in this house. <laughs> His name was called Padgett. And I think he's, in the, I think he was in a band called Black Slate. Right? Many years ago, a reggae band. But boy, could that guy play keyboards. He was like, you know, tall, raster guy. <coughs> so he knocks on the door, he says, "Um, Paget," he says, rust up, rustle up a few um, backing tracks for Jenny. um, You know, whatever. So he did, and it took him like minutes. He's like me, you know, very fast. Anyway, by the time I got home, I'd finished Peeping Tom. Literally the track, Peeping Tom. It's about CCTV cameras. And um, I write a lot of controversial stuff, and I'd written it on the bus. I was like, "Oh, this is great!" So I called. I called up Skip, uh, uh, and, and Skip said to me, "He's he left me. He he, he, says, um, he says, yeah, don't don't call me until you finish the tracks.' Anyway, I finished both tracks right um, by the following day, and I called him up. He's like, um, "He says, don't tell me you finished the tracks." I'm like, yeah, "I finished the tracks. He says, come in." So I came in. So. Then we recorded it, it skips, and Adrian was there. And Adrian loved it and he's like, Jen, he's like, um, who's, who's, who's producing your album? And I'm like, I, I haven't really thought about that yet. And, and, and he says, I am. And I was like, Ada I can't afford you. He's like, was I asking for any money? And I was like, oh, okay then, all right then. Go on, then. So, um, yeah, and sure enough, Adrian produced the album for me. He's my good friend anyway, but that was a really nice thing to do, you
0: know. The Bushrod Music Radio app is a free download. That's right, free is free. It's available in the Google Play Store and the iTunes Store. So tell a friend and share it. Make sure you leave a comment uh, when you try out the app in the App Store, in the Google Play Store, and we look forward to uh, hearing from you. Ladies and gentlemen, listen now to the latest release by Jenny Mathias, Powers That Be. And as previously mentioned, that was uh, your release on Quick Fix Recordings. Uh, tell us a little bit about how you hooked up with Quick Fix and where you all are based out of.
1: Well, this crazy guy called Lee Christian um, found me on um, Instagram before I, got, before I got booted off my controversial views <laughs> anyway that's another story anyway so I've got this guy and he came and asked me about the stuff and he, he very greedily and cheekily asked me if I had any stuff from On You Sound and I said well actually I do um, and of course I've got stuff from On You Sound I write with everybody I write with Dougie Wimbish Skip Skip Donald I've even done something with Keith LeBlanc I mean I've done with the, all, all the crew you know and then loads of stuff with Adrian I mean I do gigs with Adrian so um, and and so, he, so this guy, this Lee Christian guy, he said to me, um, you know, oh, could I, you know, I'd like, could, would you mind if I had a track? What are you doing with the tracks? Would you mind if I had a track? Well, it went from one track to three tracks to, I think, about nine tracks. I was like, I've got to put a stop on this man because, like, this guy's a bit greedy with the stuff. But, of course, he Lee was a fan. He was, he was an on new sound fan, not a fan of mine, but an on new sound fan. And of course, when I sent him the stuff, loved it. So I figured, well, what's the point in leaving it on the bloody shelf? You know, if you've got somebody that's really enthusiastic and wants to go with it, you know, you can't, you know, you can't complain. You just say, okay, we'll go with it. And then, so I called out, so I said, look, I'll... I'll if Adrian says yes, I'll do it, because it wouldn't be fair, you know, to not, not, not tell Adrian. So I t- told Adrian, he's like, yeah, Jane, go on, he's young, go on, let the young people do it, so on. Um, and that's how that came about. Uh-huh.
0: Shout out to Quick Fix Recordings, and shout out to Lee Christian, who is also a friend of Bushrod Music Radio. Uh, we certainly appreciate him bringing you to our attention and we know that your your schedule is hectic and you really need to go. But let us ask you just one last question. And, and that's about pre-COVID-19 and COVID-19 uh, and any plans for gigs uh, coming up in the near future.
1: Well, because I was like an 80s band, we, we get a lot of work for um, retro stuff. And um, at the time when I first got offered this, like quite a few years back, Um, I said to the guy, oh, ain't no one's gonna be interested in that shit. And then he said, uh, and he said, you'd be really surprised. You want the gig or not? I was like, go on, I'll do it. And then when I got outside the the front of the stage, there was like 40,000 people all dressed up in 80s gear. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? I couldn't believe it. And then there were all these 80s artists that I hadn't seen for years. And we'd like done a lot of stuff on TV together, pop of the pops, all that kind of rubbish. And um, it was just brilliant. And so I get, kept getting offered the gigs, offered the gigs. So, you know, I was doing that before this COVID thing hit. And then, of course, when the COVID thing hit, no one was doing anything. I mean, I wasn't the only one who joined the queue of the millions, you know. And... Um, but recently, I've um, gone out and done uh, performances in the street where we get literally thousands of people um, uh, playing, uh, you know, we um, seeing, sorry, joining us in with the singing and everything else. And um, this, this is the, these like kind of like freedom marches and stuff. But you know, um, I've just been offered a whole pile of gigs for next year. So, and it's um, on the strength, funny enough, of ICO, because ICO's become a hit for for somebody else and uh, a TikTok hit for somebody. And the guy said, look, Jen, on the strength of that, you you know, you're one of the original artists. Let's go let's get you some gigs. So I was like, okay, go on then. He, yeah. He wanted to do it this year, but I just said, look, this year's out for me. I've got a lot on, I've got a lot on with like a lot of things and I'm, you know, I'm doing some stuff for Quick Fix. So a while ago, I decided that um, this year was out for, for many reasons, because I've really been enjoying writing. You know, I've, I've been, I I really like writing. I really like writing poetry. I mean, I was I was up at like two, at nearly uh, three o'clock this morning, writing poetry, you know, and, um, Um, I just love it, you know, and I I just, I think if you go, if you start off a tour now, which at the, you know, at the end of this case, the COVID thing hasn't really finished yet. And and with all the kind of rules and regulations, I just can't be, I can't be bothered, you know, I want to wait for it to die down. And so use this time to, um, be creative and get, you know, my catalogue, um, of new stuff that, um, I have just found out that you know stuff stuff I've I've forgotten about. I just want to get it renewed, you know. So I go to the studio once or twice a week. Sorry, so what? What once every fortnight? I mean, sorry. And um and I'm, I'm I'm intending to redo stuff again with those tracks, but because you know I've left them on the shelf. Well, I, you know I'm one of these people that is um you know I'm known for resurrecting other people's songs that they've left there on the shelf. It's one of the things I like to do more than anything because. <clears throat> I think that if a musician has created something, um, they created it at the time they had the vibe, you know, they had the vibe. Now I don't know what their vibe was, but I know that when I write something, I've got a vibe going on. And sometimes I might leave some of the stuff on the shelf, but then years, to, years, to get, years go by and you get a track and you are just like boom, you take it out of the library, you're like that will suit that track. And then you kind of kind of work with that. So it's like, you know, so, so you know, I, I, I hate leaving stuff on the shelf. And, um, you know, I I don't like working with artists that don't do anything with the stuff. They're not enthusiastic. I like to I like to kind of work with artists that are really enthusiastic about getting your stuff out there and like, you know, helping you um, work with other people. Quick Fix is pretty good at that. My name is Jenny Belstar Mathias and you are listening to Bushrod Radio. How I'm walking is how I'm
0: talking. How I'm walking is how I'm talking. Come shine and opine with Bushrod. Come shine and opine with Bushrod on the Bushrod Music Radio Podcast Show. Big ups and a round of thanks to Jenny Mathias for being a guest on this episode of Artist Interviews hosted by Bushrod Music Radio.